Welcome to Real Food, Real Conversations with Sophia DeSantis, where we focus on finding our happy balance between salad and fries. Welcome to episode 10 of Real Food, Real Conversations with me, Sophia DeSantis. I am so happy to have you back today. Um, last episode, we talked to one of my favorite people, Chelsea, um, who is a yoga teacher that I follow. And we talked a lot about yoga, the mind, um, how it affects you, your health, your body overall. And today I wanted to branch a little bit into the uh, actual exercise part of yoga um, versus the mind part because yoga to me has always been something that is more than just exercise. It's been um, a mental health thing for me. It has helped me tremendously as I have ventured through my journey of um, mental health in general. Anxiety is related to my body changing through menopause. Um, and it really was a game changer for me. But at the same time, I have always been a super active person. Um, I have always been one of those people that when it comes to stress, I relieve myself best through exercise. And along with yoga being so great for me mentally, it also is extremely great as far as cardiovascularly and um, strength and stretching, all those things all together. And I feel like I feel like the, yoga gets a bad rap because a lot of people think that it's not um, a high intensity exercise in the sense that you don't feel you know, sweaty and like you've done a lot of work when you're done with it. And I'm going to admit, I was 100% one of those people. Yoga to me was something I did on my off day. And as I got to know yoga better, um, I realized that yoga itself is a huge, like really hard exercise if you're doing it right. And clearly I was never doing it right before um, I really started to look into it and put some effort and what I have learned in my experience with yoga is, um, number one, I never thought my mind could calm enough to do it. And that is that was the biggest struggle for me. Most people I know that aren't into yoga, it's a lot of it is a mental game for them. You know, they can't quiet their mind. And I'm going to tell you, I'm about two years into really dedicating myself to learning um, yoga practice. And my mind still isn't fully quiet sometimes, um, most of the time, to be honest. Um, I would say almost every single class, there is a moment during class where I definitely am wandered and I have to bring myself back. Um, this morning, for instance, there's a lot going on right now in our country, in our world, in our life, and my brain has just been in a place of anxiety. Um, and it was really hard to really focus this morning, but the point is that yoga is called a practice for a reason. Yoga is a practice because you're never to a point where you're, um, you've learned it fully. You practice it all the time, and the thing I love about it is that, you know, I didn't get, haven't been getting, you know, great sleep the last couple of days, and so I've shown up on my mat and I've still done it, but I've also given myself grace on my mat and knowing that um, I can actually not go as hard as I usually would, and I I can't do all the things I sometimes always can when I'm not at my best, and. 
I love that yoga is okay with that. And I'm not to say that like purposefully other parts of exercise or other kinds of exercise are not okay with it. I just think there's more of a perception in other things that you have to push yourself. And um, I think that with trainers and at the gym I've noticed in classes is that there's always that forceful push in a lot of different types of workouts. But in yoga, um, the instructors that I see at least are all about challenging yourself but also being okay to be in the moment and to accept your body that moment in that day for what it is. And I just, I didn't get that. I don't get that from any other exercise. And that's part of why I think having yoga in your routine at some point, even if it's just once a week, is so important for overall health. I think that um, we push ourselves hard in life in general in every single thing that we do. And, you know, we're trying our best. I mean, I'm trying my best. I'm trying to help others try their best through working with clients and having a healthy body in mind. And um, a lot of that is through food. Um, But that is also through movement and moving your body. And I, part of my whole thing with the whole food police about you have to be, you know, this or that, you know, it's all vegan or nothing. I feel like it's the same thing with exercise a lot that, you know, get out there, pump yourself, do this, do that. Um, and it seems like very overwhelming for people that maybe um, exercise isn't a part of the routine and they want to do it, but it's the same feeling I can imagine that I feel in the food world of the whole, you know, black and white food bully of you're either all, you know, vegan or you're not at all. Um, I feel like the same goes for exercise and I can only imagine how somebody who perhaps wants to start getting fit um, feels in that world. And um I really hope that there could be a safe space for that and I feel right now the safest place for that is yoga because yoga is a practice that accepts everybody. Um, I love my yoga teacher that I see a lot, um, Chelsea, said the other day that you know in our world today with um, this whole movement, uh, civil rights movement with Black Lives um, Matters, um, people are starting to see that there's work that they need to do on themselves, me included. Um, but with yoga, the whole philosophy is that we're all one, we're all united. And when we start talking about them or I, that is actually not practicing the yoga philosophy. And I loved that Chelsea opened with her class that, um, like that the other day, cause it's so true. And it, it includes people that, you know, maybe just want to start moving their body and, you know, don't know how maybe they, they weren't living that as as a child and maybe the stories they created for themselves we've talked a lot about stories on this podcast is that you know i'm not worthy to move or why even start moving if you know i'm gonna fail or you know they have these stories about the exercise they're just not exercise people but movement is healthy it's healthy for our mind and it's healthy for our body and that movement can be as simple as walking or it can be a very low impact yoga class And for me, I feel like um, yoga is just such an accepting, loving community that it's such a great place to start for people. I have found, believe it or not, I'm turning 43. If you're listening to this, um, this might be out after my 43rd birthday, which is in July. So yeah, probably will be. Um, I have never felt so in shape, I guess you can say. And that's not to say that I'm the thinnest I've ever been because I'm absolutely not. Um, I've had three kids, but I feel one of the fittest times of my life right now. And part of that is my whole body working together. And what I've learned through yoga is that 
with yoga, you're not focusing on just one part of the body like you are with a lot of other types of exercise. You're focusing about on how your body um, interacts with each other, like every part interacts together for the overall goal. And I have noticed my um, ab strength, my core, oh my gosh, has gotten so much better. I am so flexible now. I mean, I definitely have a lot to go, but I used to just think of myself as a not flexible person, like at all. I used to say, oh, I'm just not flexible. It's just the way I was built. And that was a story I told myself. But through yoga and this, I'm talking two years, you guys. So don't think that this is something that you're going to try for a couple months and all of a sudden you're flexible. It's, I'm to the point now where um, I can definitely fold in half when I'm laying down, when I'm um, with my legs out and, you know, bending down and stretching my legs. I can fold all the way down. I've never been able to do that my entire life. And to think that this would happen at 43 years old is insane to me. Another thing I can do is a handstand. I still have the wall behind me just for a little bit of support. Um, I learned about a year ago to nail um, not, a, not a tripod headstand. Tripod headstand is when your hands are down, but a real headstand with like my hands interlaced behind my head um, and just my forearms down. I can do that unassisted without a wall. Um, all these things that I'm learning how to do and these, these ways my body is moving now, flexibility, and it's so important as you get older, especially um, to make sure that you're maintaining flexibility because muscles, you know, they tend to get rigid. And um, I find that I just feel so much better after a good yoga class. And I feel that when I, when I don't do it for a couple days, because I like to mix in, I have a Peloton now and I'm really loving that. I love to go outside and run sometimes, but when I don't have my yoga for a couple days, my body craves it. Like it yells at me, yoga class. And I just feel so much better after I do it. Just body and mind, um, big time. I, it's just such a, a healing thing for me. So if you are looking to start, and I know this whole episode so far has been about yoga and it's supposed to be generally about movement and exercise and um, your mind and your health, but I just started with yoga because it's such a all-encompassing, you know, welcoming place. And right now, especially with everything that's happening in the world, like I want this podcast, this platform to be welcoming of all people, all levels, all health, um, all races, obviously, all genders, gender neutral, like whatever it is, like you're welcome here. And my podcast is to talk about those things that make people uncomfortable. Um I feel like I just love the idea of encouraging people just to move, whatever that is, walking, yoga, swimming, um, start somewhere. Your mind needs the clarity. When you move, when you exercise, you release endorphins and it's um, just so good for anxiety. However, um, I do uh, want to have on the podcast a friend of mine, um, and I actually recently met another influencer that talks a lot about um, the women's body and hormones. And I've also learned that if you overdo it, it actually can counteract your mental health a little bit. So we'll talk about that another time. Um, just in general for now, movement is such an important part of our overall health along with what we're putting into our body food-wise. Um, so do it. Just get out there. Do something, whatever it may be. Uh, a lot of other things that I love to do, like as I said, I love to do my Peloton bike. Um, Peloton has a lot of other great classes and out, getting outside and running has been great for me, even if it's just like a jog with my son. But getting out in the fresh air is so important. Um, vitamin D, just especially since we've uh, right now coming out of a time, this uh, stay-at-home orders are slowly starting to 
to lift a little bit and who knows if we'll get back to stay at home as um, things progress and we see how this virus is doing but you know it's been mental health has been challenged in getting out there and getting some fresh air has been healing for me for sure um, and again, it can just be a walk, you know? It doesn't have to be this hardcore thing. Not everything in life has to be black and white hardcore. It can be a range of things. It can be, you know, a continuum. And, and like I have learned as I've been doing yoga is I have learned to listen to my body so much better. And I have learned that I don't have to push hard every single day. Just like you don't have to eat 100% anything. Listen to yourself. Listen to your mental health. Pay attention to that why of yours. Why are you wanting to eat a certain way? Why are you wanting to move? What is your end goal? You know, what is your reasoning? And for us, it's overall health. And so whenever I decide what I'm doing, you know, I I think about that why and my overall health. And I know that when I am exercising on my yoga mat, that sometimes my body needs me to take it easy and just to move fluidly and carefully and calmly and and that's okay I don't have to have a hardcore workout all the time I don't have to have a hardcore workout any of the time if that's not what I'm feeling um that's why it's just so great to remember that we need to stop thinking about what society the online world is telling us necessarily those extremes that it's screaming at us in the health and wellness industry especially and paying attention to us Paying attention to ourselves, what works best for us, um, what's going to be healthy for us. And sometimes, you know, that may not be what other people want you to do. Um, and that's okay. I mean, I know right now I have, because our gym's closed, obviously, I had established with my family that I need to be able to, to move and exercise in order to save my mental health. And I have three little boys. And once they're up and running, I just don't, can't get into the headspace to focus on anything inside the house which is where I've had to exercise um, if, unless I'm doing a run outside. But I established with my family that I'm getting up semi-early every morning and I'm doing a workout, whether it's yoga or my Peloton or outside, I'm doing something. And if I'm in the house, especially if I'm doing yoga, I guess Peloton doesn't really matter because I have my earphones in, but especially if I'm doing yoga, um, they are to be quiet and actually the rule is they can't come downstairs until I'm done. Because I get up early, like 6.30, 7 o'clock. So they must stay upstairs um, so I can have that headspace of my mental health time, my me time, and I'm also moving at that time. So it's such a great um, combination of all the things. But I hope that this has been helpful. Um, if you're listening and you want to move and you want some ideas, um, get in touch. I am not an expert in fitness, but I know what's worked for me and I can pass you on to other people that um, are experts in fitness to help. But the point is just get moving. Get moving. Get your mental health in check with things like movement. Um, it's, it's so important to take care of ourselves. I hope all of you are doing well, and I appreciate you all so much, and thank you for listening. If you're listening and you like what you hear, please make sure to rate um, the podcast. It helps me a ton. And comment below and get in touch. I'm always on Instagram in my stories nonstop, as you know, if you follow me there. Thanks so much, and next time... Stay tuned because we are actually going to talk about our mental health and our emotions and how that can have actual physical symptoms in our body. I'm bringing on um, a dear friend and a um, functional medicine doctor I actually work with and um, she will be here next time. So stay tuned.